We're about to get into the uh, two title fights that happened on Saturday night. Before we get into uh, what's next for the the people that came up on the wrong side of those decisions, um, I've got to ask you, first of all, just the fight itself, Rose Namajunas and Zhang Wei Li. Uh, first of all, if that fight goes a minute longer, what what was what what round was it? It was round two or round three where uh, the round ended with Zhang in full mount. I think that fight is over. Zhang Wei Li was a seconds away from being uh, well reclaiming her championship belt. What did you think about that fight? And 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 what did you think about Zhang's performance? I loved uh, I loved it both. I had picked Rose to finish the fight latter. I thought I thought it would might be like third round to be honest finish because I mm. knew Wei Li was going to have a different strategy. I knew she was also going to be a little bit more cautious as far as the striking goes. Um so I thought it would last longer. I didn't I can't say that I saw it that competitive of a fight coming. I thought Wei Li made the best adjustments she was very smart in her strategy and she stuck to the game plan she was very well executed you know her hands were in place to not not receive any kicks you know she's well aware of the dangers and she fought a hell of a fight it was it was still a very close fight obviously it came down to a split decision so that's a tough pill to swallow i'm sure but, yeah, essentially now she's lost two times to champ, regardless of how close it was the second time around. Yeah. She certainly made it much more competitive. Um, it, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. Tough to, to lose to anyone twice, but especially the champion in your division. Well, uh, you talk about that, right? Uh, losing twice to the champion in the same division. It happened with Usman and Covington in the main event, and it happened with Rose and Whaley in the co-main event. So, so Misha, what does happen in a situation like this where you've got, uh, obviously, two dominant champions, you've faced them twice, and you couldn't get over the hump? Misha, this happened to you. When you were fighting, I mean, you speak from yeah. experience. You had a rival that you were, especially that second fight, you were right there. You showed the improvements. You just you just couldn't quite get it done. And, of course, I'm talking about Ronda Rousey. So take me inside the mind of a fighter and what, you know, Colby's thinking on this Monday and what Zhang might be thinking on this Monday. Gosh, yeah, I remember that second fight with Ronda. You know, I had made improvements in striking, felt like I was mm-hmm. winning there. I even got a takedown on Ronda at one point. You know, I was doing things better, but at the end of the day – I lost. And yep. you just thinking oh, that's that is a huge roadblock because when someone is owning the division and you can't get through that person, you know, what do you do? You ha- have one of two options, either. Well, three, I suppose you could hope that that re- person retires soon. You could hope that someone else. That's an interesting, <laughs> that's an interesting approach. Like, right off the bat, well, shit, they might give up. Yeah, I'm just going to outlast probably, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I say that because Usman talks about the, his career being finite. He talks about it. So, and, so, and you could argue, hey, and Misha, you could argue if Usman is not the king of 170 right now, Kobe Covington might be. Yeah, like I, would, I, would, I would say he yeah. is otherwise. I think he's a clear yeah. second best. But um, so so I, re- I say that because sometimes, well, even Amanda, right? She's she's hinted at retirement. So sometimes these champs just get tired. Yeah. Of, they Maybe they're getting bored. I don't know. So that that is one option. <laughs> um, it's obviously not your best bet. Um, second, second thing is hope someone else beats them so you can get a fresh matchup with someone that you could beat. That's what happened with, with Holly, right? She went out there. Yeah. Um, yeah kicked kicked uh ronda right in the face knocked her out and then i come in a, a you know better style matchup for me i get my championship 
The third option, change divisions. That's what I would like to see Wei Li Zhang do, to be honest. And I've seen, I've seen, um, I've seen other people do this before where they jump around and they change divisions a little bit and, and, you know, they're chasing gold because they can kind of hop between two divisions. And I know that she would be undersized clearly. And I'm not saying that Valentina Shevchenko is a walk in the park by any means, but if you look at, (laughs) yeah, but if you look at how strong Whaley Zhang is, and if she could take some time to focus on, um, you know, improving her physicality for 125, I think stylistically she still makes a very interesting case. I wouldn't say that Valentina Shevchenko has the ground game of Rose Namajunas. Now, she has all these great traits that you can say otherwise, um, you know, and her striking is damn near impermeable, but stylistically that that's what would be going through my mind if i was way lee thinking you know i maybe if i really want to get a run at, at gold maybe i should consider trying another division and then let 115 sort itself out anyways you know maybe something changes maybe she could drop down and face someone else because i still think she beat pretty much everyone else she just has a has that two losses to rose and she's very far away from getting a title shot at this point that's the reality of it she's very far away so I would say go up to 125. And I could say similarly to myself, like that's where my mindset is, that if I, for some reason, faced Amanda and I didn't get it done mm-hmm. and I really want to become a champion before all this said is said and done, I absolutely would consider going down to 125 and testing the waters there. Have you done like a test cut? Have you tested your body at all to see if you can even do that? No, I mean, I know I can. I have the best team around me. I have, I just know that I can. It's a matter of diligence. It's a matter of dieting. It's a matter of changing your body, having enough time to do it. Obviously, I would have to change my physicality. I would have to go down in size. This camp, we actually worked on to put about two or three more pounds of muscle on than I had my last camp. But these are the things that we can make changes to your body. I mean, if all of a sudden I stopped training for anything other than a marathon, if I just started training tomorrow and I said, I'm just going to dedicate a year, my body would make the changes it needed to, to become a long distance runner. Our bodies are adaptable to what we do. Um, so, I mean, if you sit all day around on, on a couch, that's all your body needs to evolve to. That's what, what it's going to do. But if you run long distance, if you run to a sprinter, that's why we see different body types and it plays into their different strengths of what you do. So the body is very capable of adapting. And um, I know that I'm not a big, uh, you know, quote unquote, big 135. Right? I think I'm a perfect 135. Right? I don't think that I wait. I think weight cutting is overrated. But um, there are certainly women who are much bigger in the division than I am walking around outside of their camps and in their camps and cutting more weight than me. Yeah. That doesn't bother me at all. I could make the adjustments to um, take some muscle off of my body, which is what would need to happen in order for me to make 125. I, w- I would not make a devastating cut. You would see a smaller, uh, less, uh, you know, bulky. I would I would have to slim down. I would have to lose some muscle mass. I mean, I would need time to do it. But when it, you're talking about becoming a world champion or not, like those are sacrifices I would be willing to make. And I would recommend that to anybody else in that position as well. If you need to, if, if you need to make those adjustments to become a world champion, if switching divisions might be the better option, give it a whirl. How, how hard would that be though for you? Like, let's say that second fight with Rhonda, 
right? You you take it to the fifth round. You you make it a split decision. You almost finish Ronda in mount and have her in trouble at the end of one of the rounds. Like you show essentially it very real ways that if a one thing goes differently in that fight, you could very easily have beaten uh, her, and then you're ending up with a trilogy match, right? Like, Zhang Wei Li was very, very close. I mean, in, on one card, she won the fight, Misha. Like, uh, how do you balance that? Because Zhang Wei Li might be just as good as Rose Namajunas. Yes, she is, but it doesn't matter because she lost twice yeah. to Rose, and the way that the it's out of her control. Like, if she could fight her again tomorrow, if she could fight her 10 out of 10 times... She might beat her 4 out of 10. She might beat her 5 out of 10. But she's not going to get that opportunity for the foreseeable future. Something has to change. Either she has to move and change into another division, or she has to wait for something or someone to take Rose out of that position. Because the way that the cars have been dealt at this point, she's already had her opportunity twice. She even got an immediate rematch, which is not something under those circumstances we typically see warranted. So It's true. Second chances are rare. Third chances are, you know, you're pretty much unheard of. At the and yeah, definitely, well it's going to be a long time before we see. So the, what's interesting though is that if she could go up to 125 and make a run, let 115 uh, kind of sort itself out, she sort of refreshes herself in the 115 bound division. She could always go back down and make another run, you know, a year or two from now. But this depends how badly she wants to either, you know, hang there waiting and 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 just winning and picking off other contenders but never truly being declared the number one contender again herself or if she wants to go you know and and chase gold in another division that's more likely for her to get that shot again i'm not saying she'll get the win for sure but she'll have the opportunity again much faster See, you understand and love and respect pro wrestling even more than you know. That is absolutely an old pro wrestling move, right? You get a little bit stale in a division. Your story has been played out. You go home for a while, right? You take a year off. You go you go away for a couple. You go to a different territory. You work somewhere else. So when you come back to the big show, it's fresh and everyone cares about your story again. That's pro wrestling 101, <laughs> Misha Tate. Or you take 1,709 days off between fights and then make, a, make an episode. Well, there's that. For a time there's again, that. You know? There's <laughs> that. There, there is that. that. So that's the, official, that's the official number. 1,709 or 1,070? Yeah, what was, was it? 1,709 days between, between my fights. Whew. Now we're just going to well, pump them out. Hey, be After careful. the holidays. Get a lot I should of, be uh, careful. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Bang them out, and I was like, "That doesn't sound any better." So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I would have. You would have been. I mean, I'm not RJ, but that would have been. I know. So I tried to switch it up, and I'm not sure that I made a better decision. But we'll we'll just run with it at this point. I've already said that was better than bang it out. You use bang it, bang it out. Definitely. (laughs) I mean, there's no way around that, right? It's like uh, when Joe Rogan said the fighter shot his load or whatever. It was like, oh, Joe. I mean, I get what you're saying, but. Man, we our, our our minds went to a very specific place. So uh, we're terrible. It is have, what we. It, it is what it is. I'm just glad you saw it. I'm just glad you saw it on the horizon, Misha. I'm glad you knew. I it was did. I tried to make the quick switch. I'm not it. sure that was much better, but <laughs> I did my best. Real quick, though, we talked about how amazing Rose was. I mean, she was certainly a more competitive fight oh. than I anticipated. But come on, like she kept her cool. She stayed so smart. <sighs> she just went into each round with the same consistent confidence. Again, shout out to a coach that knows how to harness that. Trevor, absolutely. And the adjustments, so Misha. She showed why she was a champion. She showed exactly why. Yes. I love the fact she got tested because we got to. 
really see in the mindset, a deep into her mindset, not just the, you know, on the outside, we got to really see on the inside where the heart and soul and mind of Rose Namunas lies. She is 110% in this right now. And when she is that, she is the best. Literally, she's the best. It's a perfect yep. saying for her. And uh, I just thought she was she was very impressive, more so in her adversity and how she came through it than even her fight performance. 100% uh, all credit and a massive tip of the cap to Thug Rose, especially for the in-cage adjustments that she was able to make against a uh, more-than-game challenger in John Whaley. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Serious XM Podcasts.